on today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. We've got Elimination Chamber beer ratings from last weekend. It was, I thought it was a really good show. Some matches, and I don't think anything um, went above and beyond what I thought it would, but there was definitely a match in particular, and if you watched it, you know what I'm talking about, that disappointed, but I'm also not surprised it disappointed. Not a whole lot of news, really like a lot of rumors and things that are just dumb in the news that floated around this week that we'll touch on real quick before we get into Elimination Chamber. And we are, I don't know, WWE says we are actually on the road to WrestleMania now as of this week. I thought that was after the Royal Rumble. It definitely was. It definitely was. As soon as they start pointing to signs. Yeah, but I don't remember when when I heard it this week, but I watched a lot of wrestling this week and almost none of it live. And I don't remember what show it was, but Michael Cole definitely said at some point this week that we are now finally on the road to WrestleMania. And it might not have been Michael Cole, so it could have been on Raw. Yeah, and I mean, also, Michael, Michael Cole's a big dummy, so he is. And then also, Dynamite had a a very good show this week. I thought, even though I didn't, I I I passed out before the main event happened, which I don't know. I know the main event was Moxley and Evil Uno, but might have been good. Joe will let me know when we get there. But as always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DDT Russell Pod. Joe, you ready to go? Yep. Oh, let's go. Welcome to episode 94 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I'm Dylan. I'm joined by Joe and a couple quick pieces of news. One, I'll start with my personal life news. I'm finally done with that place. I think I might have said that last week, but I worked my final day at that place that I've been working at for the last nine years. And I decided to cap it off with a nice little bachelor party this past weekend. Uh, and went to the Daytona 500, which was fucking awesome. And I made 1200 bucks on it. So I basically had a free trip. I actually made money, if you actually calculate it out. I was, I was really happy about that. And now I'm finally back in Maryland with my family. Um, yeah, it kind of makes rest- watching wrestling a lot harder for me. But I'm still going to do it. At least I'm going to try to do it. We'll see how, how long it lasts of me watching all of the shows Every single week, my son eventually will have something to say about that. Other than that, wrestling news. Um, there's three things I have written in my notes. Joe and I talked about it beforehand. They're all really quick and nothing's like that crazy. Um, there's the Ariel Hawani drama with Tony Khan. I didn't even read about it. Joe had heard about it. We're, we're just not going to touch it. We're above that. We're not going to talk about not, that. Tony Khan's not above it. 
he's, he's not above. He, he's a whiny bitch. Yeah. He's, he's probably he was probably so coked out that night. He's also not above saying that he has a huge announcement and then not making the announcement. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um God, I hate yeah. Tony Khan. <laughs> Others <laughs> He is he is such a nerd. He he is like I feel like he'd be potentially a fun hang if you really like God, every everything that he says on Twitter makes it makes it seem the opposite. Nah, he's not a fun hang, dude. He's he's just that dude that like gets you drugs because he's rich and he has access to drugs. <laughs> but like realistically, he's hanging there and you're just like, ah, oh, this guy fucking sucks. But we have to keep him around because he got us the drugs. He got us those drugs. <laughs> those strogas. That is actually very true. Holy he's, shit. He's just such a fucking nerd. I mean, aren't we all? <laughs> Aren't well, all of us wrestling? It's, fans? it's it's not just that he's a nerd. It's just that he's like such a he's a dweeb. There's a difference. Dweeb and nerd. Yeah. Yeah. He's a fucking dweeb. <laughs> he's whiny. Fucking. I don't know. No, go off, Joe. I no. I mean, I don't really have say anything. your piece. I don't know him personally, so I can't say like for sure. But everything about him just just is like, oh my god, this whiny fucking rich kid won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> Oh, this might be a good one. Joe's on one. I can't wait to talk about Dynamite and also Rampage. We usually have a have a lot to say about Rampage. Other stuff was there's there there's this guy. Actually, I don't even know if it was a guy. I just uh I guess I just kind of assumed that. My bad. Um there's a person suing the WWE because they're going deaf over the pyro. I looked at the comments. About that. There is. I looked at the comments. Yeah, everyone who is halfway intelligent was replying back being like they tell you that the pyro is loud and to listen at your own basically expense so whoever's suing the wwe for going deaf is an idiot however i will say the pyro is loud as fuck i mean that's fair it's it's louder than um but it's so much better than not having pyro oh yeah remember when we didn't have pyro yeah that was so yeah. awful when did I remember the return of Pyro? That was the I, coolest day ever. Yeah. I mean, it was at a WrestleMania. I think it was 37, wasn't it? Definitely wasn't the silent WrestleMania. No, definitely wasn't that. I I honestly I think it was 37. I, I couldn't tell you. you uh, could be that'd right. be my guess. I'll say that you're right. Okay. That makes me but feel it, good. But like secretly I'll just be like, oh my god, this guy's an idiot. He thinks it's 37. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess it could have been 35. Oh, fuck. I don't know. Um, but yeah, the, the pyro, their pyro is super loud. Like it reminds me of, uh, you know how, you know how when you're watching fireworks on 4th of July and some of the fireworks are like way louder than the other ones. And it's usually those little ones, the, the ones that are gold. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. That's what every single like boom in the WWE pyro sounds like. And honestly, I love it. It's like fucking thousand of those fireworks going off at once and i'm fine with that and if i go deaf then i'm cool with that that's like because then then you could just claim it's from your old that place yeah exactly i should have gone to more wwe shows <laughs> while i was at that place and then just claimed that they made me deaf yeah i don't know i mean you could wear earplugs if you want that's yeah. like totally under your 
under your options. And you know, you know, I don't like about going to live like live wrestling shows is like the TV ones or like a live event or in just in general, just in general. Okay. What do you that you can't hear the commentary. Well, live events, there isn't any, but yes, I agree. I think yeah. even if you were sitting right behind Cole and McAfee, for example, you wouldn't be able to hear what they were saying. Yeah. And that kind of sucks. That's what I dislike about it. Ooh, Pat McAfee said he might like he wants to come back to WWE, but there's a chance that he might not. I, With I the new see. owners thing. Yeah. I saw that's, that big, long tweet. Uh, yeah, I skimmed it. I didn't read all of it. I really just looked for the WWE part of it. Yeah, that's all I read in the entirety. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that would suck. That would put us in a place where I don't even want to think about it. I don't even want to think about life before Pat McAfee because we didn't even realize how bad we had it. But now, yeah. God, if Pat McAfee doesn't come back. We have to deal with Wade Barrett. And it's not even that we have to deal with Wade Barrett. It's that we have to deal with Booker T. Yeah, that's honestly really like the worst part is Booker T. He's the <laughs> worst. He's honestly the worst announcer. And also, if um, if Wade Barrett stays, then and also if Bianca gets traded to SmackDown or gets drafted to SmackDown next time they do a draft, I'll be hearing a lot more Bianca. Mm-hmm. And then I will want to fucking blow my brains out if I have to listen to Wade Barrett say Bianca every week. Yeah, that would be terrible. I just can't do it. I can't do it. Um, last rumor was uh, there was a rumor that Vince was back in creative. Everyone was talking about it, despite the fact that Sean Ross Sapp said it wasn't true. So, like, I don't know why anyone thinks that it's still true because the man, the myth, the legend, Sean Ross Sapp said that it was not true and that Triple H is still in charge. So, People should just like not be talking about it anymore. So this is me saying stop talking about it, everybody. I mean, that was like Sean Ross Sapp was the person who originally said, hey, I don't have anything to back this up, but I heard a rumor and it might not be a credible source. And then he followed up and he said, no, nah, it wasn't a credible source. See if. Yeah, exactly. I'm just glad that he said it, it was not true. That could have been really bad. Yeah. And then if it wasn't like if they have like one bad week, that's just that's all people would have talked about. It's like, oh, it's because Vince is back in creative. That's why WWE sucks. Anyways, speaking of WWE sucking, we had Elimination Chamber this past weekend and it didn't suck, Joe. No, it didn't. It it was a lot of fun. It was like one of the better chambers in a while. I thought the chamber matches were awesome to watch. I had a great time watching them. The main event was top-notch with the exception of the outcome, but we all kind of thought that that's what was going to happen, but we'll get into it. Um, Did you have signs? I got two signs. Okay. One was funny. It just said, Roman eats ass. I didn't even see that one. (laughs) That's good. Um, I actually didn't really get any good ones. Like I wrote three of them down, and... One of them is like a combo, and it's just an an ode to the ECW one night stand. And when John Cena wrestled RVD, the if Roman wins, because there was a bunch of these, the if Roman wins, we riot, or if Sammy loses, we riot. Yeah. Um. Did you did you happen to see if any if there were any riots in Montreal last weekend? No, I don't think there were. But I did see a sign. Or, or did 
you saw one that said if if Roman wins, we riot. And if Sammy loses, we riot. There was a ton of them. See, I saw a big sign that said if Roman wins, we'll order we'll leave in a uh, common orderly fashion. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, now that sounds like Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of pussies. Actually, I love Canada. It's like my favorite country to visit. No, I think I like visiting Mexico more. That's a that's a debate for the other day. And that's a debate that I can have with myself. Um, the only other signs that I had was one that just said Attitude Era poster, which okay. was just like this person was just trying to like, it didn't, it, it kind of made sense to me just because we're watching retros all the time. But it was just a sign that said Attitude Era poster as if like, think of something that would be written in the Attitude Era and that's what would be written on this sign. But he just decided to write that. Yeah. And the other one just said, where's Jeff the drunk? And I'm curious if they found him, but probably uh, not. Yeah, I think. Have you seen him? No, he hasn't been on AEW for a while. Oh, you're thinking of Jeff Hardy. I was just thinking <laughs> there's a guy in Montreal that they call Jeff the drunk. Yeah, I don't know where Jeff the drunk or um, this guy that they were talking about in the sign are. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's get in the first match now. Now it was uh, the women's elimination chamber match. This is what they started the night with. So it was for the right to face Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania. Uh, let's see. We had Asuka, Liv Morgan, Natalia, Raquel Rodriguez, Carmella, and Nikki Cross. Nikki. I, did, I didn't write them all down. I guess I have all their names at some point in here in my notes. Um, I'll start with um, Asuka's music, Joe. I don't think we've talked about this yet. But I don't mind it. No, I don't. I don't. I don't mind it either. It's it's very similar to her old music, and I think it's like essentially all the same words. It probably is. It's a very similar rhythm. I still like it. Oscar's old music was phenomenal, and this one's probably just as good. Yeah. Anybody that hates this Oscar character shift is just stupid. It's amazing. Um, she was, I think, the last one to enter in this match, right? I think so. Yeah, she was. It, yeah. So we had Liv, Morgan, and Natalia start the match. Also, sup to Liv and her Daisy Dukes. That was cool. <laughs> um, and then entrance order was Raquel, and then Nikki Cross, and then Carmella, and then Asuka. Um, what did you have for this match? Um, things you liked, things you didn't like? I didn't like, like any Carmella match, the Carmella screaming. That makes sense. Um, yeah, I did not like that, but no, I didn't think, I don't think there was anything in particular I didn't like about the match. I um, think that, that the, it had the right order of eliminations. Um, uh, let's see. I think, oh, wait, actually, no, Natalia was in the match. <laughs> I, I realized as I was watching it, why they put her in this match. And I remember her qualifying and I was like, why the fuck did they have Natalia win? They should have had so-and-so win this match, like anyone else that was in that fatal four-way that she won. And then as she was making her entrance, I was like, oh, yeah, it's in Canada. <laughs> and yeah. she got the shit cheered out of her. And I was it's, like... It's in Montreal. It's not even in Calgary, where They're, she's from. Yeah, but that's where the screw job was. Do you remember the screw job? Um, no. What happened there? Uh, Sami Zayn lost to uh, Roman Reigns. <laughs> Was he like screwed over by Vince McMahon? Yeah. 
So Vince is back in creative. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first. So you don't believe Sean Rossat? I never believe Sean Rossat. Oh my fucking god, Joseph! No, I, Joe I, just turned heel on all of us. Yeah. Um. The, I did have a quote from this match, which it was a it was just funny, like Michael Cole's self deprecation, where they were talking about Carmella in some fashion because it's Cole and Graves on commentary. Mm. And Michael or Corey Graves goes, Cole, stop asking me these questions. You've been married a lot longer than me. And Michael Cole just goes, my wife doesn't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, man, I feel you, Michael. I feel you. I just I wish my wife would text me back in, I don't know, within a day. <laughs> That's a joke. She does. But man, is she bad at it now? She used to be really good at texting back. Now she just hates me, hates my guts. Um. Yeah. She does. Let's see. I hope she didn't tell you that and that you're just joking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, spots in the match. So there's really only one that I can think of just from skimming my notes here was this um sunset flip powerbomb by Liv. Oh yeah. She, she's 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 improved a lot. Yeah. She was really good in this match. She's she jumped from the top of a pod. And did a sunset flip onto I think Raquel, who was standing on like the second rope. It was a it was an awesome move, honestly. The only other like kind of spot in this match was like one of the pods getting busted when Raquel I think put Nikki Cross through it, and yeah, it was that's Nikki. when that's when Nikki got eliminated. And then also Liv's spot where she got eliminated was I think really well done. It made her look really good because she. Oh yeah. She got put in a sharpshooter by Natalia, and then also like an uh an armbar by uh, I guess like the Oscar lock. Uh, not yeah, no, no, it, was it like, wasn't the Oscar lock, but it was by Oscar. Yeah, uh, it was Natalia and Oscar putting submissions on Liv, and she just passed out instead of tapping, and so that made her look really good. Um, the only I would say my only gripe with this match, and this kind of goes with the el- el- elimination chamber matches as a whole is after the first elimination usually like the match before the first elimination is usually really good and then once the first elimination happens it's just one after another and sometimes not even to like finishing moves like it's just to like a ddt will eliminate somebody and it's just kind of annoying it's at some point like i don't know they just they just eliminate people so fast i feel like and that kind of happened here i don't think it did in the main or in the men's one no, but there was I, it was definitely more spread out. I thought the men's one was done. It was one, probably one of my favorite chamber matches of all time, honestly. Um it came down to let's see, Raquel, Carmela, and Asuka. And then after Raquel Rodriguez got eliminated and it was Carmela and Asuka, I was like, awesome, Asuka won. <laughs> and she did. She won with the Asuka lock. It would have been a fucking shame if Carmela would have won this match. And we had Carmella versus Bianca Belair at WrestleMania, but we're yeah. getting fucking Oscar versus Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania, and I could not be happier. Early prediction: Oscar walks out of Mania as the champ. I agree. I don't think as my of right going to change on that. As of right now, I agree on that. I actually had a take um, earlier this week. I don't think Cody Rhodes is winning at WrestleMania. Okay, but we can get to that. I don't remember what made me think that. And maybe when we talk about Raw later, I'll remember. But 
Um, the right person won this elimination chamber match. It got four and a half beers. And we moved on to the worst match of the night, which was Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Um, I had a feeling this would disappoint because these types of Brock Lesnar matches almost always disappoint when he goes up against another strong boy. Yeah, this is our third Bobby Brock match, which was uh, which ever has been a dream match. We haven't had a good one. It, none of them have been good. Like, here was the match. Spear, spear, F5, F5, spear, hurt lock, low blow. Bobby wins by DQ. Yep. Then Brock goes crazy after the match. Like, there was a few minutes of, like, fighting outside the ring before the first spear. But after the match, Brock Lesnar goes crazy. He F5s the ref and then Bobby. And then uh, F5s Bobby through the announce table. And then F5s the ref onto the floor where the announce table used to be. And that was it. It was just dumbish. Like, uh, I'm upset that they chose that as the ending of this match. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a that was a pretty easy match to predict that Bobby was going to win, but it wasn't easy to predict that it was going to happen like that. Yeah. When when he won by DQ, I was I was very thankful that I I picked Bobby Lashley. But when I picked him, yeah, I I did not think that it was going to be a fluke like that. I thought it was he was going to go over. Yeah, the the reason I picked him was because on Friday night, the night before, uh, Bray said, "Hey, the winner of the winner of the match, I want at WrestleMania." And until that, until Monday, I thought that like I picked Bobby because I thought it, we were going to get Brock versus Gunther at Mania. More on that later. I think we uh, still might. I don't think we will at all. I don't know. We'll talk about it later. Did you see the the Gunther uh, thing? No. Like there's a there's a live event where they're doing a battle royal, and the winner of the battle royal faces Gunther at Mania. Oh yeah, I did see something. I didn't know it was at a live event, but yeah, I did see that there was going to be a, it's at a MSG. Battle royal. So that's I think that's why they're doing it oh, like that. Brock can show up at MSG. I agree. He's done it before, but Brock is. He's facing someone else, and he's going to have a five. Let's know. No, it's happening. I heard. I I heard. I saw the rumors that Bobby and Bray is happening, and Brock and this other person is happening. Uh, Fuck it, I'll uh, say it. Omos. I don't buy. I won't buy it till I see it. I'm staying hopeful. I just still want Gunther maybe, versus maybe they just versus don't. Drew. Maybe they just don't want to do it uh, for the Intercontinental Championship, and that's why it's not happening this year. But that match is going to happen eventually. Oh yeah, eventually. I don't doubt that. Brock Brock does need a win. <laughs> he's he's lost a lot. He doesn't need a win. Yeah, he's old news. We got we got a new Brock, and his name is Roman Reigns. As soon as he loses the title, Roman is officially the new Brock. He's not going to be there every week. Yeah, that's fair. I think you're right on that. I think he's. Well, I think he might go Hollywood. I think Roman's the new Rock, dude. Well, whatever it ends up being. It I, rhymes I, with Ock, or I guess Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever he's gonna be. Yeah, I uh, see him more as the new, as the new, Brock. Well, I guess we'll find out here in the next, I don't know, few years. Um, Lesnar versus Lashley got a one point seven five beers. Um, and before the next match, we did get the uh, Seth Rollins Becky Lynch Batman and Joker trailer. Yeah. 
did you enjoy it? Yeah, but that's I thought it was. all. That's all I was gonna say about that. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Um, I did see a screenshot for the forty-year-old version one. Yeah, well, they played they played like shorts of the shorts uh, during a commercial break of NXT last night. So I don't remember exactly what you said last week, but yeah, it was brawling brutes and forty-year-old virgin. Uh, there was a Rhea Ripley Stranger Things one. Okay, yeah, those were all things that I said, or both of those were. Um, I didn't see this on, so I watched NXT next day on Hulu. So that's yeah, probably why. Um, I there was something else. Um, those are all the, the, those are the only things I can remember right now. Okay. Um, speaking of Rhea Ripley and Judgment Day, though, the next match was Judgment Day, Rhea and Finn ba Finn Balor versus Edge and Beth Phoenix, the grit couple. Okay, so I just want to like because we for some reason we haven't talked about this yet, so I want to talk about it now. Shout out to the Montreal crowd on both Friday and Saturday. Yes, and they the were incredible. The reason I'm, I bring that up now is because during the entrances for this match, we were getting fuck you Dominic chants. Yep. And Dominic wasn't even in the match. Yeah. Dude, they, we were getting in through the whole match. <laughs> yeah. This this crowd was insane. They hated Sub Mysterio. And Yeah. also they sang along to Edge's theme music. Yeah. Like the Montreal Like crowd. they knew the words and everything. Yeah. On this day, I see clearly. <laughs> I'm glad we were on the same page there. That was not rehearsed, as is most of this show. Pretty much all the shows. Any of this show are very <laughs> unprofessional. yeah, it's it's the best way to do it. Um, most of the time, it sounds like we're not on the same page, and that's probably why. <laughs> But yeah, this crowd was amazing. Um, Dude, literally last week you were saying we agree too much. <laughs> I Like think we're when we're when it comes up. to like takes. Yeah. But I think when it comes on like, what are we going to talk about next or like anything like that? It's always just like, all right, let's talk about this. OK, sure. Yep. <laughs> but when it comes to like, I really liked this segment or I really didn't like this segment, I think we're almost always in agreement with that. Uh. <laughs> All right, then then we have we have some diff differences for dynamite this week. Nice. Oh, oh, yeah. I MJF. yeah, I already know we do. I forgot we texted about that yesterday. Um. Let's see. Why did I write women call each other botched a lot? Hmm. Maybe that's a typo as I was watching this. Women call each other typed a lot. Women call each other botched a lot. Oh, bitch. They called each other bitch a lot. Yep. My phone just decided not to type out the word bitch. God, my phone's such a bitch. My phone is such a botch. Um, Um, yeah. Yep. <laughs> So, so, uh, we finally got the, the showdown between Rhea Ripley and Beth Phoenix. It, I think lived up to expectations. Uh, it definitely delivered. Yeah. Yeah. I, like th they did that classic thing in tag matches where if you want to see these two people face off against each other, they wait a good, like five to 10 minutes before they finally actually do get in the ring Mm -hmm. and, or, or that they do get in the ring, but then someone quick tags out or yeah. and then they also did like the because like these are two of the biggest women to ever Uh, yeah. wrestle in wwe so they also did the classic like 
two big people going at it now like obviously compared to like the big men they're not giants but they are um bigger stronger women than the rest of them and they did the like uh clothesline uh like test of strength i guess is what you want to call it which i really enjoyed like i just enjoyed this match and i wasn't i think this one probably exceeded expectations the most out of this night what i said to brie during this match was damn if beth phoenix wanted to she could she could wrestle on a edge like schedule oh absolutely or weekly like she's still got it beth still one of my notes here beth still got it for sure whatever it whatever it is beth still's got it yeah um let's see they did uh what did I say? Finn? Oh, yeah. So there was um. Th- I think the thing that I liked the most about this was like nobody played like dumb during this match, you know, like yeah. how, like faces normally do like dumb shit because they're faces. Um, I think the heels were smart in this match. Like there was a spot where Finn crawled under the ring uh-huh. and where, where Beth was trying to get a tag to edge and he crawled under the ring to rip edge from the apron before the tag could get made. Yeah. Um sub sneaking in the brass knucks for and then the 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 one thing that i didn't like about this match was this that very big botched pin after the brass knucks yeah you know what i'm talking about i think um i think it was Rhea pinning no it was finn pinning edge i'm pretty sure um refs refs hand going down for the three ref stops there's a very significant like more yeah. than more than significant pause before Edge's shoulder comes up, and the ref had already stopped. Putting it wasn't. His hand it up. wasn't shoulder came up. It was Beth was supposed to get back into the ring and break up the pin, and also that. So like Edge's shoulder came up because he saw. I guess he saw Beth wasn't going to make it in time. Yeah, but his shoulder still came up late, and Beth was super late to break up the pin. Yeah. That was like the big botch out of this, but I did really enjoy them trying to recreate the extreme rule spot where they basically murder Beth Phoenix um, with a chair. But this time they were going to use her head on the stairs trying mm-hmm. to get edge to quit. But either way, it didn't work. Beth moved out of the way this time and edge and Beth Phoenix won this match, which I was not expecting. And they won it. Rhea Ripley was in the match. Yeah, but but Finn got pinned, so it still protects Rhea. But they won it with yeah. a shatter machine. Yeah, the big rig. The, the big rig, or yeah, which so, which looks a lot like the shatter machine. Yeah. So FTR to WWE, Joe. No, that's just Edge and Beth are good friends with both of them. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I just thought, I just saw a couple of people tweeting that on uh, Saturday, and I was like, "You guys are fucking idiots." I don't know. Um, which one of them has a podcast? Is it Dax? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, in his podcast recently, he said like he thinks Tony Khan dropped the ball with FTR and the Young Bucks specifically. Oh, with their feud? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I do remember um, hearing about that. He talked a little that. bit about disappointment with with Tony Khan, but I don't. I don't think that Tony would be hesitant to run that back. Like, no, I don't and think do so it either. right. So I. I think that they're on board and and they're going to resign. Yeah, probably. Or they won't. Either way, I'll be happy. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, I 
I was really surprised. Like, I think we both, I think actually everyone in the predictions contest picked Judgment Day. Um, also, yeah. if anyone was looking for our predictions on Saturday, it's uh, they didn't get posted because I didn't have internet where I was at. Somehow the hotel I was staying at didn't have Wi-Fi, so I literally could not make the sheet and post it. So we kept track on uh, a text that I sent everyone. But we'll get to the results of that later. But I think we all had Judgment Day, which was very surprising. Yeah, we all did. And they lost. And this match got a beer and a half. Yep. Um, yep, that's all my notes. All right, we'll move on. Men's Elimination Chamber match. Let's see if I can get all these. Seth Rollins, Austin Theory, Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, Damian Priest. Fuck. Montez Ford. Montez Ford. Damn it. Fucking MVP of the match. Or at least my favorite person to watch in this match. Um, speaking of, did you hear Michael Cole maybe say that Montez Ford was a Marine? He was. He was? Yeah. I mean, yeah, they like, you know, on like Veterans Day or the show closest to Veterans Day, they always do the ode to. I did not know that. Yeah. That's crazy. You know what? Good for Montez Ford. I'm glad he got out. <laughs> you mean, <laughs> never mind. What? Uh, no, nothing. I was going to make a bad joke. Like I was like I'm you trying said to got think out. Of, oh, you 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 said got out. I was thinking glad he got out alive. It was <laughs> yikes, dude. Um, which I'm happy about that too. By the way, yeah, I'm I'm glad we have Montez Ford in WWE. He is amazing. I'm glad we have the Street Profits just in general. I love watching both of them. I don't want to see them break up at all, but I I do think it's going to happen, and I'm not going to be happy when it happens because. They're probably going to turn Dawkins heel, and I don't want to see that. I don't want to see either of these guys turn heel. Yeah, but I did legitimately think that we were going to get like a, um, a Montez Ford Kofi Mania situation here. Now, not quite to the level of Kofi Mania, where like he literally challenges for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania this year, but like this match putting him so over that the crowd kind of forces WWE's hand to do something about it in the future. I don't know if that's going to happen, especially considering like one, he didn't win and two, he wasn't in the final two, which I think Kofi was in the final two in that elimination chamber match. And also Montez Ford is securely locked in a tag team. That doesn't include three people. Yeah. So, yo, just what? in my little research about how long Montez was in the Marines, I found oh. out that Bianca Belair is a stepmom. I think I knew that at some point, and you just reminded me of that. Hot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> what are you? Hey, Joe, what are you doing after this? <laughs> going to sleep. <laughs> what are you going to do to put yourself to sleep? Probably take some Z-Quil. Damn it, I just want you to say that you were going to watch stepmom porn. <laughs> Guess not. Um, moving on, there was a, just one more thing before we get into the actual match. There was one thing that came out last week, or maybe, I, I don't remember when it, when it came out, but Vince Russo decided to tell the world that he hates the fact that the crowd sings along with Seth Rollins' theme music now. And... It just makes me love that the crowd does it even more because yeah, I don't like Vince him. Russo. 
both like the, those guys uh, like him and uh jim Cornette. Oh, Cor- yeah jimmy Cornette hate each other but they're both the same person and their I takes are so bad it's just like them like thinking that they're still really like yeah sure they're knowledgeable about the business but the sh- like the creative stuff that they did worked 25 years ago when people thought wrestlers were still actually punching and kicking each other yeah that shit doesn't work anymore um, yeah all right so notes i had for this match was i i don't remember who this was between i said i said triple super kick was a cool spot Oh, that was um. It was Seth. It was the three faces. Johnny, yep, and, and Montez, Montez on Bronson. On okay, on Bronson Reed. Yeah, because there was a double super kick, and then a third person came in, and they all super kicked them together. So I said that was a cool spot. And then I well, said, then they hit all of their finishers on him to yeah. put him away. Yeah, as well. Uh, and then I I have Montez Superman or Spider Man Ford. Yeah, um, because he did that cool spot where he climbed, he like monkey barred to the top of the chamber and then dropped on top of everybody. Yeah, and that was. I really think cool he. Spot. I think that's the second time we've seen something like that. The first one that I can think of is Jeff Hardy doing it, like <laughs> maybe four years ago. That was so bad. That was the one where he. No, that was that. Hell, was that Hell in a Cell? That or was, was that? a hell. That was a Hell in a Cell, and he oh. he did that. And then he just dropped by himself, fell through the table, and Randy had to pin him. Oh, that's right. It was so bad. Oh, my God. Like, it wasn't a move by Randy Orton. He did that, dropped, fell through a table. He just, he just <laughs> fell through a table. And that was the end of the match. <laughs> and that was the match that, like, Randy... That, that uh, was where Randy put the, the, the screwdriver, screwdriver through his gauges in his ears. Yeah. Oh, God. That was so disgusting. Yeah. I kind of enjoyed that match though. <laughs> Except the ending. Yeah, I mean there was that. Um, let's see. Uh the one thing that I I I think why I enjoyed this match so much is nobody came out of this match. Like especially the people that didn't win. None of them came out of this match looking bad. No, everyone looked for like not a winning star. this match. They did a really good job. Yeah, like you said, making everyone look like a star in this match. Including Bronson Reed, who has no momentum at all. The crowds don't react to him at all. Well, because for some reason they put they put heel people that return with uh or debut with the Miz. The Miz, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Who was another one? Who was another returnee? Tampa. Yeah. It wasn't a returnee, but it was a, it a call was up. A, a call up. Oh, and yeah. that was a terrible mashup. And and that was that was Vince's creative. That yeah. wouldn't have happened under if like if Triple H was was creative before before uh, Tomasa had to go get hip surgery, it would have been a different story. Oh, dude, he would have he would have been a champion at some point already. Yeah. Um. The only other spot that I can think of that was really cool was um Seth and Johnny on top of the pod. Oh yeah, where they were like budding out, and then they just started hitting each other. Yeah, and then um, it looked like Seth was gonna powerbomb Johnny off of the pod onto a pile of people. Oh, that was and then Johnny just hurricane rounded off of him off of the pod, and Johnny took a fucking rough landing off that. Yeah, he almost hit the the pod across. It looked like it looked like he was gonna hit his face on the pod. I don't think he did, but the ref was checking on him a lot. Yeah, it was disgusting. 
And then there was another spot. Oh, just like the cowardly heel lost in theory going back into his pod. And then uh, <laughs> and then Johnny and Seth going opposite sides, opening the door and just beating the shit out of him inside the pod. Yeah. Up against, yeah. It was like a, they called. They even said it during the match. It was like he was in a phone booth. He was yeah. just getting his ass kicked in a phone booth. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was it was a fun match. I I would go back and watch it. Yeah, um, I really um, enjoyed it. Um, and then so we'll we'll get down to the final two competitors. Okay, which was I was thinking final three. Okay, because I, we had Theory Rollins and Montez Ford. Oh, okay. Because the Montez Ford getting eliminated thing, I legitimate. So he was like draped over either the bottom or the second rope, and then he got stomped onto the the mat outside by Rollins, and one, it looked bad, and two, he was laying in the ring, not moving for minutes afterwards. He's and great. A lot of people thought he was legitimately hurt. See, but it didn't make sense to me because he got stomped, which could be like a neck injury or something like that, or a head injury. Um, but then when he got up, it was like it was he was limping, like he hurt his leg. And I was like, but that's well, just woozy. Yeah, well, yeah, no, woozy it looked from a head it, injury. It looked like a leg injury. Uh, so I was like, this doesn't make sense. And it, I, it had my gears ticking. And then who comes out? But uh, Logan Paul. And that's I, I, and then I, I turned to Bree and I was like, yeah, uh, I think that that injury is fake so that they could or storyline so that they had time to get Logan Paul in. And yeah. They, so that they could leave the, the chamber door open for yeah. somebody to come in. It, yeah, and that that whole thing, like as soon as Logan Paul came in, I was like, oh, they needed the chamber door open. Like it's all set up. Yeah, but people still had like they still needed to get the news that he wasn't hurt. <laughs> oh, yeah. I I mean, Injured. I understand. But Logan Paul still does the best uh, buckshot lariat out there. Yep. <laughs> At least in WWE. Yep. Um, he's the only so... person he's the only person not named Adam Page that's been able to do the move. <laughs> Without, without getting <laughs> without getting hurt, I think, because I don't think that's what hurt him in the match with Reigns. No, it was, it was that it was the uh, the uh, frog splash from the rope onto the tables that I think hurt him. Yeah, the one so. that he the one that he uh, streamed or recorded on his phone. Yeah, did you count this as a heel turn for who Logan Paul? No. I mean, then you got face versus face dynamic. And I think Logan Paul is the he, he's always been a heel. Logan's a, always been a heel. He was yeah. definitely the face in Saudi. Well, that's because he's a celebrity. Saudi does. Saudi shouldn't count. And he was. He, no, he turned face when he started feuding with the Miz. He hasn't been heel since that was at SummerSlam. I think either way, it wouldn't affect my B ratings. Maybe I counted it as a return. I think it was. Yeah, because no, he was at the Rumble. Yeah. So that wouldn't be a return because I didn't count the thing at the end of the night as a return. Okay. Neither did I, cause, but that's because he was on TV. Did you count before. Logan Paul as a heel turn? Because I think we had the same beer rating. No, I had 4.5. And I had higher than that. You had five. So I don't know. I thought you... I, like, I think I, either way, it would have been five. Okay. Yeah. I think so too. Okay. I think cool. it, like I, I think if like... Because I, I had a note the entire time that said, Logan Paul heel turn, question mark. If so, finish your beer. Yeah. Um, and that would have gotten me up to five. Yeah. So 
Seth Rollins, uh, he he takes the buckshot lariat from Logan Paul, and that ends up being what uh what what Austin Theory needed to win, and he retains, and it got five beers. It was still like, such a good match. Yeah, it was thoroughly um, enjoyed it. And I think, it, like, even if it wasn't the buckshot lariat that made me think it was a heel turn, it was it was the thing afterwards where he then laid the. Where he did the curb stomp on on Seth? Did he? I don't even remember. Yeah, that. he curb stomped him, which is I think why why I said heel turn question mark. Hmm. I don't even remember him doing that. I don't know. Boy. It's it's weird because Seth is kind of in a in a chaotic neutral spot right now. Yeah, he he's 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 a heelish character, but he gets the shit cheered out of him. Yeah, I don't know. And Regardless. he teams he teams with faces. So. Yeah, that's true. Seth's definitely a face. But yeah. regardless, five beers, theory retains. <laughs> and we'll move on to the main event. Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns. WWE Undisputed Universal Championship. I don't really have any notes on this one. It wasn't a big deal to me. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. The crowd wasn't really into it, wouldn't you say? No, I wouldn't. I would say this. Nice. That's what I would say. On a real note, the crowd was fucking electric for this. Fuck you, Roman Chance, from the start. Sammy, uh, we, we kind of have to talk about this now because we're going to talk about SmackDown afterwards, but SmackDown is when it happened. But he got his old music back, which I am thrilled for. Yeah. I love his old music. It's like between him and I would say Becky... It's up there with the with like the most sing alongable entrance music. Mm, Judas. Yeah, I wasn't counting Judas, but I guess that's fair. <laughs> no, 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 that's that's fair. Um, I just mean like the upbeat, like crowd crowd really likes it. Like yeah. you got you got Becky coming out and the smoke hits and it's the oh. Well, there's also Cody's right now where they do the um. They do the the whoa thing right before his pyro hits. Oh yeah, like people fair. get really into that too. At least in WWE, they didn't. They didn't in AEW because everyone um, hated Cody, including us in AEW. I never hated Cody. I've always loved him. There's <laughs> never been a point in his career where I said, "Man, that guy Cody, his ego is way too big." Yeah. Um. Yeah. Always loved the guy. Uh, we had Sami Zayn's wife at ringside playing along with the story here in this match. Uh, Roman wasn't really phased by any of the chanting or taunting by the crowd. He he, I mean, he played his part as the the final boss really well in this match. Yeah. Um. So there was one thing I wanted to talk before we get to the end because like the match was really good and there was a ton of near falls. Roman is the king of the two point nine nine kickout as he has been through this entire title run. But there was a point where he, um, because I've been seeing him do it for a while now, he was like also fucking with his ear as if like he was going deaf. And I thought maybe he should sue the WWE for going deaf. Well, so I think it was, it was in, uh, it was at Survivor Series this year. Uh, His eardrum got ruptured by his own pyro, right? No, it was. Didn't you know about like the real heat between Kevin Owens and and uh, Roman Reigns? It's like apparently Roman. It was like a slap. 
Yeah, he slapped him like right in the ear, and that was not part, like the original part of the the match. Okay. And Roman went backstage, and he was like losing his shit because he he got his eardrum ruptured by it. Oh, that's right. So that, I think it might have been part of that, or I don't. Yeah, I think I think it's just part of that. I think it's probably still healing. Leslie had her hand up. She wanted to say something. Go ahead, Leslie. Leslie has a question. Leslie wants to know who's suing the WWE for hearing loss. Leslie, um, that's just a random guy who's suing the WWE for their pyro, making him go deaf. You should have told her to tune in on Sunday to find out more. It's not a wrestler, no. Yeah. Um, To find out the rest of the details, you can tune in to Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling on Sunday. We talk about it at the beginning. So you won't have to listen for very long. <laughs> I know most people don't. Um, so this, like I said, match. This match was incredible. It's, I mean, the the pay almost. It's it's half of the payoff to this Sammy versus the Bloodline story. Um, we had Jimmy Uso come out and interfere, even though Roman told him to stay back and watch TV or watch the pay per view on TV. So disobeying orders. We'll see if Roman says anything about that tomorrow night. Yeah, um, I'm excited for SmackDown. Me too. And we had a ton of ref bumps. Actually, two. Not a ton. Yeah. Like, we had a thousandth of a ton. And we had the the recreation of the Royal Rumble spot because Paul Heyman, yeah. after the, I think it was after the second ref bump, um, Paul Heyman grabbed a chair for Roman to hit Sammy with. And who other than Jey Uso shows up in the middle of the ring and Roman gives Jay the chair a la the Royal Rumble with Sami Zayn and Jay takes the chair and we thought we were going to have like a repeat of him hitting Roman in the back. Doesn't happen. Jay just kind of left and we didn't really get a payoff on that. Like, no, that's not true. What? He definitely the, the match ends. Roman or like the, he the pushes, ref is still he, he pushes him out of the way. But like Jay no, we know Roman Jay. Roman dodges dodges a, a haluva kick from from Sammy and then he haluva kicks Jay by accident and no, then it was Jay, a spear, wasn't it? Might have been a spear, but Sammy whatever speared. whatever it was, Jay Jay got attacked by Sammy by accident and then Jay attacks Sammy. Oh, I totally didn't write that down. I'm so glad you remember stuff really well. <laughs> okay, so that's why we didn't see Jay the rest of the match. But we didn't even see him afterwards. I like there's definitely still more with this what's going on with Jay Uso. And um we'll talk about when we get to Raw, but like what's going on with Sammy and Jay, if anything's going on there. But after the match, but, well no, because after the match they started to beat him down, right? It was yeah, I, I thought it Jay was, was included was it? in that. No, Jay was. I don't think he was. He definitely was not. He might have left after that. I'm pretty sure he did. But yeah, Jay definitely attacked Sammy. It was just Roman and Jimmy attacking Sammy after the match. Um, Roman ended up hitting Sammy with one more spear, and that's what that's what won it for him. And then Kevin Owens returned. Not a return because he was at the Rumble. I feel like it's got. I feel like you have to have at least one pay per view go by before we can call you a return. Um, but he returns for some reason after the match instead of during the match, 
shouldn't make a whole lot of sense to me at the time. But after watching Raw, I think it does make a lot more sense now. Um, Kevin Owens takes out the bloodline. And then uh, I, I did find it really funny. Uh, Paul Heyman got in the ring while Kevin Owens was uh, standing there. Uh, I think he was about to take out Roman or somebody. I, I don't remember what was going on. And Paul Heyman gets in the ring and just starts punching Kevin Owens back. And it just wasn't doing anything. <laughs> it looked like a child trying to beat up their father. Like, yeah. And it just like wasn't doing it. was It had no effect. <laughs> it was very funny. And then he took a stunner that was better than what Vince took this past WrestleMania. So big ups to Paul Heyman on that one. Yep. Um, Four beers for the main event. Roman retains. And... Elimination Chamber got 16.75 total beers. Um, still didn't update the database. Classic. I promise it'll be up by next week. You promised last week. I promise. Well, I promised the week before that, too. Um, I also promise that I'll keep promising until it happens. I think. It'll happen eventually, and I'll update it. And like, I'll probably update it the next time we get like something with a crazy amount of beers slash whether that be a match or a pay-per-view something that's going to go in like the top 10. So I don't know. Revolution. <laughs> Probably. Oh, yeah. The Iron Man match, the death match. Yeah. Something to be <laughs> up there. Um, And then uh, I won the, I won the championship. Yep. So I'll be expecting that in the mail from, I think you, I think even though Dewey was the champion, I think you still had it. Nah, dude, I, I came and picked it up the last time. So I expect the same thing from you if you want it. Damn it. <laughs> or you could pay for the shipping like Dewey did the first time when he won the inaugural new title. Hmm. Sorry for reminding you that Dewey was the inaugural T champ. I'll figure it out. I'll figure out what I want to do. If I end up coming down to Norfolk, I'll let you know. <laughs> But yeah, that was Elimination Chamber. It was a really good show, other than the Lesnar-Lashley match. And moving into the weekly recap with SmackDown, is there anything that we should really be talking about that we haven't talked about yet? Um, I think the only thing that didn't have to do with Elimination Chamber that was important to talk about, that we haven't talked about yet, unfortunately, is Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. That's not important. (laughs) I... I I agree with you, and the only reason I brought them up is I just wanted to say that I think they will actually be good women's tag team champions when they win at WrestleMania. I said it. There, I said it. <laughs> that match isn't even announced yet, nor hinted at, and I'm calling my shot right now. They're going to win at WrestleMania. Um. Yeah, I think that I think that they announced that we're getting a Firefly Funhouse this week. Yes, we are. Um. Let's see. Good matches, but no notes other than that. Like Drew McIntyre and Sheamus versus the, the Viking Raiders. That was a good match. That was very good. Um, although I do think that the Viking Raiders aren't as good as they used to be. Like before their injuries. That's just a, a take I have. Yeah, um, I mean, that's that's fair. And then Moss actually looked good in his match against Gunther, but I think Gunther can make anybody look good as long as they can take a hit. Yeah, he could have like if you can if you can look like a bitch when Gunther chops you, you're gonna have a good match with him. Yeah. That's basically it. That's all I got on SmackDown. And I think most people look like bitches when Gunther chops them. So pretty much anyone Yeah, you said it already. Anyone who has a match with Gunther is gonna look good. 
um, including if he had a match with a uh, what's what's the saying? Uh, a broom, broomstick, broomstick. Yeah, but that would hurt his hand. He would probably chop the broomstick in half, dude. Yeah, he's that good. Um, but yeah, the other stuff we already talked about was Zayn getting his old music back and Bray Wyatt calling out the winner of Lesnar Lashley for some fucking reason. I don't get that. Uh, Rampage. Mm, yep. All right, Raw. Um, <laughs> we have to start with the opening, right? The Sami Zayn thing. Yeah. Yeah. So they're still, I think. Yeah, they were in Ottawa, so they were still in Canada. They were still yeah. in uh, Sami Zayn country, so he's still getting the shit cheered out of him like way more than normal, uh, deservedly so. He calls out Kevin Owens to come out to the ring. And kind of pleased with him to he he wants to Kevin to join him slash him to join Kevin in taking out and finishing off the bloodline. And Kevin Owens just said no. And I enjoyed this for the continuity of the story. Like I I agree. When I said like I took the note when I was watching Elimination Chamber, like why the fuck did Kevin Owens come out after the match? Why not come out during the match and help Sammy win? Well, reason being is Sami Zayn fucked Kevin Owens over multiple times while Sami Zayn was still with the bloodline. Why would Kevin Owens want to help him? It makes a ton of sense. Kevin Owens walks away, basically. He says, uh, ask your friend Jay for help. So I actually don't know if we're going to get this tag team title match. I don't know. I think that it's still early enough for... I mean, we are still... like I think this... So this past week on Raw, they said we were six weeks away from WrestleMania. So yeah, yes, we have enough we still time. Have plenty of time to cultivate a story for Owens and Zayn versus the Usos. But I don't know. I mean, if Kevin, if Kevin Owens's character is going to maintain this continuity in the story, where like, why should I help Sami Zayn all the times he's fucked me over in the last year? Like that makes too much sense to just go away from. Like they, they're yeah, going to have to have Sami do something heroic to help out Kevin Owens at some point for Kevin yeah. Owens to trust him again. It's one of those like you fuck my back. I'll fuck yours kind of thing. Oh, I love the way that you said that Joe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so well put. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we're going to have to wait and see, uh, obviously uh, we had the, uh, MVP laying down a challenge to Brock Lesnar for WrestleMania against Omos. Wait, you didn't want to talk about the Baron Corbin match after following? Okay, no. Cool. Moving on. No. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that this is where like we we differed. Is you think that like he laid down the challenge and Brock is supposed to be on Raw next week to accept the challenge? What well, I think he like he could definitely just say fuck you and just say you're not worth my time. Yeah, I could see that happening. Like, here's it how would I be can... a burial, though. Yeah, I think it's fine because I don't like no, almost. No, I think I think that that's definitely something that could happen. But here's what Omos will do in retaliation is the next time Brock Lesnar is on TV, Omos will come out and beat him down or at least attempt to. And that's how we get the match. And then Bobby Lashley saves Omos. And then we have the blood, um, the hit <laughs> pro. no. The hurt business. Yep. The pain gang. Pain gang? No, it's the 
right now without Bobby Lashley, it's Pain LLC. That's the name I came up for up with for them. Oh, they're, they're not the hurt business without Bobby. <laughs> they're Pain LLC. <laughs> yeah, I like that actually. Did you say that on the show? No, that was that was a, something that came up in my head that I meant to say and then just never did. I'm such a stupid idiot. Not that stupid. I mean, that's really good, Joe. You should, <laughs> you should keep that. Make a t-shirt. Trademark, trademark that before yeah. they do. Oh, they will. I forget who who from WWE listens, but... It wasn't a ref because Aubrey listens from AEW. Yeah. WWE is... I think it's someone backstage. It was a producer, right? Jason Jordan. Road Dog? Uh, might be Road Dog. I Could don't be know. Road Dog. It's someone who wanted to make us drink. But not as much as Aubrey wants to make his drink. Aubrey is a bitch when it comes to that. Yeah. Uh. All right. What else? Cody Rhodes promo. I. It wasn't as good as it normally is. It was. No, it was. I mean, there were some good memes. Uh, like after the fact that just the, said, like Paul Heyman, he was wearing a neck brace. Yeah, that was the funniest part of it—the visual of him wearing the neck brace. Yeah, and and there were like memes after the fact that said like, oh, uh. Paul Heyman hurt his neck carrying this feud. He, like I mean, that. he really has. I mean, yeah. that's kind of what we got out of the promo is Cody. Cody's tired of hearing from Paul Heyman. The next time that um, he comes or the next time that he it's, he says uh, he says Cody tells Roman Reigns to meet him face to face next time. Basically, that's that's mm-hmm. essentially what it what it boiled down to. And um, yeah, we need that. We need that to finally happen now that Elimination Chamber is over. Next Monday on Raw, Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns need to meet face to face. Yeah, which is kind of unfortunate for me because I'm going to SmackDown not not uh tomorrow but next Friday. Oh yeah. And oh, I was kind of hoping I would see both of them at that show. I forgot Still to could. say there is a. Uh, I should have mentioned this when we were talking about the Kevin Owens thing before. There is uh, a rumored match for a live show. Of Solo and Roman versus Kevin and Sammy. Oh, so if if that's any indication for you, hmm. I mean, I I'm still on board with the tag match happening. Yeah. Well, you seem so against it before. I'm not against. I don't, I want it to happen. It's just like they need to make it make sense. I I appreciate the fact that they didn't just have Kevin Owens be like, yeah, fuck it, I'll join you, despite all the shit you've done for me and the doing done to me the, the past year yeah like they need to make sammy earn it and if they make they like if they're going to do this tag match which they should because it makes sense they they need to make it make sense mm-hmm. yep uh what else oh what's in what's in mrs envelope um i think he's going to be the host of wrestlemania i i said in my notes that he's hosting Miz tv at wrestlemania so maybe same thing or- or maybe it's like premiere tickets to the Marine 17. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Uh, let's see. I only have two more notes for Raw. Okay, that's good. We've been going a super long time. Uh, <laughs> I'll start with the main event because it was... Well, actually, no. I'll start with the, the women's stuff. Becky and Lita challenge for the... Are challenging either next week or the week after for the women's tag titles. I... I'm not opposed to this. I don't think they'll win. I don't either because I think they're doing the six woman tag match now at WrestleMania. Yeah, that'd be fun. Well, With, you you also think that 
Ronda and Baszler are going to have a match with the tag champs at Mania. So I think they'll do a multi team match because Ronda and Shayna versus. Oh, wait, no. No, that doesn't make sense because you just said that it was going to be a six on or six woman. Fuck. You're right. Well, who the fuck is going to be the women's tag champs if they're doing know. the six woman tag team match? You, you made a bold prediction that that Ronda and Baszler were going to win the champ at the championships at Mania. And that, that could did. just not happen. And it's not looking likely now that I think about it. Yeah. I will say I wrote that note before this happened on Monday. Um, Moving on. <laughs> no, actually. Yeah. Um, if anyone pulls double duty, it's not going to be EO and. No, not at all. Especially with Dakota being hurt still. Um, Becky and Lita did hold up the titles, though. They did. So they're not going to win, right? Yeah, probably not. Doesn't sound like something they would do. Odds, The odds are not in their favor. I think it'd be cool, though, because, like, Becky and, or, like, I don't know. I feel like Lita can still go. She hasn't had her retirement match yet. And I think Becky, that that's like just another treasure to add to her trove, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she hasn't, hasn't done yet. Up. No, not even once, except on Monday when she held it up. Oh, that's fair. She never earned the the tag team titles yet. Yeah, and now she won't because she held it up. That's fair. Um, main event was Theory versus Bet or Bedge, <laughs> Edge. <laughs> I almost wanted to say Beth and Edge. Uh, Theory versus Edge for the United States Championship in an open challenge that got put out at the Elimination Chamber press conference and Edge accepted also at the press conference. So not really an open challenge in my opinion. I, I don't know. I guess it technically is, but I prefer my open challenges to happen the way where... Like Cena. Champ, yeah, Champ comes out to the ring, says, you want some, come get some, and then there's someone that comes out. That's how I prefer it to happen. But either way, Theory retained with Finn Balor's help and interference. So are we thinking maybe Edge versus Balor, Hell in a Cell is back on? Maybe. Um, but we could also think that him issuing an open challenge was just a way like he's going to start issuing open challenges just like Cena did. And then he comes out and he, he issues one at Mania. Oh, and, and Cena answers? And Cena answers. Who wins and, that match? I don't know. I uh, It would be something I, I can't predict yet. Gun to your uh-huh. head right now. What's that? If WrestleMania was happening right now and Theory came out and issued an open challenge. I say Theory wins. I think so too. Uh, but Because then John Cena would have to stick around and that's not yeah. going to happen. John Cena is going to be on Raw on the 6th, I think? Mm, yeah. In a, in, yeah it's whatever in one's weeks. in Boston. They said in two weeks, so yeah. They said that this week, so that would not be... Oh. Yeah, yeah. that would be the 6th. Um, and on the fifth is Revolution. Yes, and I will not be watching all of that live. <laughs> I will be, and I'm going to be you don't very start tired until the seventeenth. Yeah, I don't start my new that place. My new that place until the thirteenth. Yeah. So yeah, I've got Sunday pay per views are for the birds. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm I'm still not <laughs> looking forward to it. Yeah, that's fair. Like Mondays are still Mondays. You know. Yeah. Either way, um, you got anything else for Raw? No. Nope, nope, nope. 
Do you have anything useful for NXT? Uh, I mean, we had a barn burner of a match between Jinder Mahal and Brown Breaker. Oh, no, not a barn burner. It was a dumpster fire. Never mind. Ah, yes. Okay. <laughs> so we are on the same page for that. Yes. Um, Brown no, Breaker retained. Uh, Shocker. Ilya, Ilya Droganoff had a match. That, that was the only good match of the night. Yeah. And I think we're going to get him versus JD at Stand and Deliver. I think so too. And um, also they did they did say that um there was a NXT roadblock event happening and I had to look it up because I thought NXT was doing another premium live event before Stand and Deliver and I was about to be very upset about that. <laughs> oh, is it just a t- it's on Tuesday? Yeah, it's just on Tuesdays. Yeah, it's for the road to WrestleMania. You got to have a roadblock. Yeah, it's on it's going to be on come Tuesday. <laughs> on come Tuesday? Yeah, that's what uh, your boy Von Wagner always says. Oh, come, t- come Tuesday. <laughs> that's your boy. You no, loved, you've had a big old crush on him since he debuted. No way, dude. All right, that's all. That, let's move on. <laughs> let's not talk about NXT anymore. Okay. The one week I watched was probably the worst week that they. It was really bad. I, the one week I've watched in a while, I'll say. Gigi Dolan's back. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. And by back, she was only gone for a week, but sup? <laughs> Dynamite. Question in everyone's mind was what would Tony Khan's big announcement be? Yeah, what will Adam Cole's big announcement be? Um, I will just talk about that first, get that out of the way, and then we can talk about what an awesome show this was. Um, Tony Khan, he was there with Renee, and Renee was like, You have this big announcement. He was like, Yeah, I'm gonna let this guy do it. And the camera panned over, and Adam Cole was there, and Adam Cole made the announcement that. They're doing a reality TV show. Yeah, it's an all access. access. So it's going to be like a behind the scenes thing. With are you uh, excited for something like that? It's I'm not going to watch it. (laughs) It's something that wrestling fans like. I think for a long time have wanted from a wrestling company. So WWE did something like that. They do, but like no, I don't think they do anymore. I think they did. I think it was called Access, like AX something, AXS. Well, I think that's something they do like WrestleMania week, which is just like a, a bunch of meet and greets. Oh, okay. Like, I don't think they did like any peeking into the personal lives of their wrestlers, really, other than like um, Ride Along. <laughs> uh, and t- Total Divas. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you want to count that, I guess we'll count that. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. <laughs> a lot of people it, like Total Divas also for some reason. Um. Yeah. So you're not going to watch? Not excited? Uh, I probably won't watch. It's coming on between it's... 10 and 11. I go to bed before then. It's not something that I'll, uh, it's not something that I'll go back and watch. So it, it means you don't nothing. think you'll record the first one just to see what the hype's all about. Mm, I don't think so. I think that's what I'm, I don't think there's that much hype behind it. Uh, you might be right on that. Anyway, let's, uh, so yeah, that was our announcement. It's not going to make a difference <laughs> for me. <laughs> All right. Um, but dynamite, dynamite. The rest of dynamite was fucking amazing. This Wheeler Yuta Orange Cassidy match for the All Atlantic Championship that kicked off the show. Oh yeah, this this feud's been building forever. Awesome. Apparently, it didn't <laughs> like the match made it seem like they've been feuding forever. Like they hated the shit out of each other. Well, and no, might, Orange didn't hate him. Like the because you the BBC but, hated Orange Cassidy. Well, Claudio yeah. came down and he was like, fuck this guy. 
Well, yeah, it seems like like I don't think that there's been been big build towards this. No. It just seems like this is just kind. This might be their way to turn uh, BCC a little more heel, like they used to be. Yeah, but like Moxley and Danielson are so beloved. Yeah, but Mox has always played that like stone cold level tweener. of heel tweener. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean Danielson is love, but yeah, I mean that like Claudio, uh, he he was more heelish here. Wheeler was definitely more heelish. It just might be a little bit of a tease towards a getting back to their roots kind of thing. Okay, I do like the idea of them being tweeners where they could play both sides. Yeah, I mean, Passanioli looked. Like more more heelish, um, absolutely. I think that Ring of Honor there there might have been an announcement recently that they're getting close to a TV deal or there is a TV deal. Well, that's what a lot of people thought the announcement was going to be. And yeah, it turned out not to be the case. Obviously, yeah. so so if if that's the case that we're getting close to a Ring of Honor TV deal, they might benefit more from having a heel champion. Yeah, heel champions, especially when something first start like you saw, saw with Jericho being the first AEW champion like it yeah. it works it just works it wouldn't have worked that well if Adam, if Adam Page was the first AEW champion yeah oh, i forgot that was the mat there the yeah i remember wanting Adam Page to win so bad yeah but looking back it was the right choice yeah um speaking of Jericho though uh we have no. Jericho versus Ricky Starks at Revolution I- I don't care. Really? I don't. Because JAS even did the pen clicking thing. The, that was the only thing I really cared about is he went like this. Uh, I did like Ricky Starks kind of playing Chris Jericho. Like, oh, look, Chris Jericho still an idiot all these years later. Um, like, yeah. Like, so he smirked after he signed the contract. Yeah. For this match. Do you think there's like another another piece of like fine print in there that Ricky no, Starks is going to reveal? No, it, it was just that that he was playing he was playing the smart face of oh i'm going to trick this dummy into uh doing a match he doesn't want to do it was he like ricky starks played chris jericho cuz chris jericho didn't want the match cuz jas was like hey we're done with with ricky starks and it was just ricky starks playing like or jericho playing right into his hands yeah i guess um that's why he smirked and that's the way i viewed it I will say, like JAS feuds just drag on so fucking long, and it's AEW like, feuds drag on so long. That's true, but like specifically JAS ones and uh, J Jericho's last stable, uh, um, which is mostly just JAS Inner Circle. That, yeah, Inner Circle. Like those feuds went on a long time too, <laughs> but these ones I feel drag on more because I liked Inner Circle more. Um, yeah they did eventually turn face but that was mostly judas's fault yeah um yeah so this match will probably be good i really do like ricky starks and i didn't think i would um yeah he's been incredible yeah um he's really good on the mic i'll yeah he is i'll do some more real quick ones where there's some things that look like there's gonna they're going to happen at revolution jungle boy versus christian cage i think i might have said that last week um you did but that is nothing signed yet, but it looks like that's going to happen. And then the women, um, Jamie Hayter issued, I think, a challenge for a triple threat at Revolution against Soraya and Ruby Soho. 
And yeah. I'm calling my shot on this one now. Jamie Hayter's definitely winning that match. Reason yeah. being in the Everyone backstage hates promo. Soraya. Well, yeah. Soraya, <laughs> Soraya fucking sucks, but she's not good. No. But the reason being is the match, the big money matches, Jamie Hayter versus Britt Baker. Yeah. And you could see Britt Baker's reaction um, when Jamie Hayter started talking about this challenge she was laying down. Yeah. And uh-huh. just her facial expressions, thinking that she might have been in the match. Yeah. And she's not. And she's going to get pissed off about that. And she's going to beat the shit out of Jamie Hayter probably the week after Revolution. Does it bother you that most, uh, not most, but a lot of WW, or sorry, AEW women's feud or, or feuds are just, oh, I'm jealous of this person? Mm, that doesn't really bother me because. It's, I think it's lazy storytelling. Yeah, but. I mean, they, yeah, they, and the fact that they only have like one or two women's matches as well during like, they only have one women's match on each show during the week. And then on the pay-per-views, it's usually only one or two women's matches and they're the title matches. I think that's the thing that bothers me more is that they just don't use the women that they have. Yeah. All right. Um, Fast forward to MJF and Danielson. Yeah, I mean, MJF got dumped. Yeah, apparently um, that's true too. Threatened to commit suicide if he didn't have the 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 triple B by taking a bunch of pills. And when Danielson was in the ring trying to and he was like, I don't understand why MJF hates me so much. And then MJF came out and explained why he hates Danielson perfectly. Yeah. It was perfect. Now, if he hadn't gotten dumped, I don't know if it would have worked as well. But I mean, his reasoning as to like, so MJ, like all MJF has left at this point, his words is the Triple B, the AEW World Championship. And Danielson is basically being selfish to his own family because he wants to wrestle, even though he's had more concussions than fucking anyone. And. MJF said he hates him because he basically puts a middle finger, like Danielson puts a middle finger up to his own family just so he can keep wrestling, even though he shouldn't be. And MJF can't have a family anymore, which he definitely can, but he's using that as an excuse to hate Danielson. Yeah. It was honestly perfect. There was that like though. I didn't think the promo was bad, but there was one moment where I was like, this went too far. Uh, And that's when, that what's that the kids no it's not the kids uh, like i mean samoa joe's done that with his feud with aj style it's not the fact that he brought the brought the kids into it that's fine but once you start talking about his kids and his wife and his concussions and then bring in like ctp like you're just in in wrestling you're just skirting you the line no ct C, ctp uh Concussion, trauma, the brain, the brain disease, C C T E, C T, is that what it's called? I think so. <laughs> uh, um, either way, get on with it. Like one, one, like in wrestling, once you start getting into that, I just think it's a little too far. It hits too close to home. Oh yeah, it's chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Yeah, because MJF did say those words. And I think like in wrestling, it's, it just hits too close to home for a lot of people because yeah. of the Benoit situation. Yeah. That's I think fair. I think that like he pushed it a little too far there and it made me cringe. 
it didn't really make me cringe. I I I'll tell you a part that made me cringe, Joe, was when MJF was like, "I'm gonna take this time to talk to your kids now," and Dan Danielson was like, "Hey, don't talk to keep don't my talk kids' about, names out your kids. fucking mouth." He didn't do the Will Smith thing, but. <laughs> He said, don't talk about my kids. If you, or he was like, if you talk about my kids, I'm going to come down there and beat the shit out of you. And then MJF proceeded to talk about his kids and Danielson did nothing about it. Well, he he laid him out in the end. No, and that was because MJF approached the ring after he was done talking. Yeah. Dan, like he 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 was able to say whatever he wanted to, to Danielson's kids and Danielson did nothing about it. Yeah. That was the funny part to me. I do agree with you though. Nothing funny about CTE. Yeah, yeah I just Should think not be in, joked in, about in the wrestling. In business. wrestling with somebody who has con- concussion issues, it's it's just too far. Mm-hmm. Um, we had uh, Larry. Do you have anything else on this promo? No. I'm, I'm the the brawl afterwards was awesome, and I'm really looking forward to this match. Other than the fact that it's going to be an hour long, um, possibly longer with overtime. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, the battle royal wasn't a good match. And your but, boys Aussie Open didn't win. Yeah, but they did announce Aussie Open versus uh, the Young Bucks for Friday. Oh, that'd so be good. I was right about that. You gonna watch that? No. <laughs> <laughs> it... Okay. Um, <laughs> no promises. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jared and Lethal won. Yeah, boo. So they're they're in the Fatal Four Way Tag Team match. Um, that probably won't be a true fatal four way, so that's gonna suck. Uh, I don't really have a guess of who the fourth team's gonna be, though. Um, I don't either. It's gonna be some big team that wasn't in this battle royal. That that's my only prediction. But I, because I know what that when I watched it, I was like, "Where's that team? Or where's this team?" And I couldn't think about where they were, and I don't remember what teams they were, but. That's my thought is it's going to be somebody that wasn't even in that battle royal that wins next week in the other battle royal. Uh, and then uh, we had the main event Moxley versus Evil Uno, a shirtless Evil Uno. Yeah. Um, not, not, he's always been a shirt guy. And I think he should have stayed a shirt guy. I don't know why <laughs> he chose not to be. I just wanted to let you say that first. Uh, just because you texted me that last night and I saw the clips of it this morning because I actually I I passed out before I got to watch this match and I I didn't end up watching it. Um, But I saw the clip of him doing like a it's probably like a senton from the apron to the outside on a Moxley and I saw that he wasn't wearing a shirt and I was like, are we sure that's Evil Uno? Because he usually wears a shirt. That guy, that guy should wear a shirt. He should be a shirt guy. What are you talking about? Sorry, I, I zoned out. I'm talking about the same thing. Evil Uno oh. wearing a shirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we have not left the subject. Yeah. I yeah. Out. Regardless, if you're a shirt guy, you should always be a shirt guy. Unless you're like the butcher who wasn't a shirt guy, but then it, like he got shredded. Not shredded, but lost but, a lot of weight. But he was never a shirt guy. He wasn't, but he did lose a lot of weight. Like... If it's a situation like that, oh, here's an example. Roman Reigns lost the bulletproof vest. That's different. <laughs> that was a shield thing. Yeah. And that was yeah. those three are not shirt guys. Mox was in WWE. Oh, yeah. 
Moxley's not a shirt. Well, Dean Ambrose is a shirt guy. That's Dean Ambrose is a shirt guy. That's Mox is not. That's the difference. Who, who is a shirt guy right now that doesn't need to be a shirt guy? Uh, well, apparently Evil Uno. <laughs> no, he does need to be. He needs to stay a shirt guy. Uh, just, or or the vice versa. Who's not a shirt guy that needs to be a shirt guy? Evil Uno. No, he's a fucking shirt guy. <laughs> um, it's a one-time occurrence. I don't know. I can't think of anyone on it off the top of my head. I'll I'll try and keep track I have, though. I have one, and this is just like off the top. But I could see Otis if he joins Maximum Male Models. Oh, he he wasn't a shirt guy for a while. Becoming yeah, going back to not being a shirt guy. Okay, I'll 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 stick with that. Just because I can't, like, it's all off the cuff. I didn't have anything written down or planned out for this question. Do Do you have any guesses, Joe, for who should or should not be a shirt guy? No. Um. All right. Uh, that's Me. gonna close us out. Oh, you? All right, take your shirt off. No, I should not. I should be a shirt guy. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Um. I agree. Oh, I mean, before we close out, I just I wanted to say. AEW definitely goes overboard with blading, and that was evident in this match. Yeah, like I said, I didn't watch it, but I did see the pictures this morning. Yeah, it, it was it was way like he was fucking gushing. Like, and I, for I like I, I just think that like if you're going to use blading, with evil Uno, is it necessary? No, it's not at all. No, it, like it, if you're going to do blading, it should be something that's not frequent so it that when it does happen occurrence. yeah so when it does happen it's a big deal but these guys they just fuck like this needs to be the the separation between aew and that shit wrestling company gcw oh <laughs> i with uh, with regards to like the uh frequency of blading i think i think the same thing about kicking out of finishers okay I yeah, don't fair. think people and, should kick out of finishers as often as they do. And both companies are guilty of that. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Brock Lesnar's the most guilty. Um, and Roman and the matches that they have together. Uh yeah. Closing out. Um, next week. Predictions? We no, we don't have predictions next week because that's the following week. What's wrong with my phone? No, next week is predictions. Revolutions on the fifth, correct? Next week is predictions. Nice. You're Two weeks in a row, correct. no retro pay-per-view. <laughs> Dude, even if even if we didn't have one, I was just going to surprise you and say, next week we're just doing a weekly recap. But now we're doing re- weekly recap and predictions next week. Um, Just because my life's also been kind of hectic and I didn't want to add that onto my slate. Um, But yeah, predictions for AEW Revolution next week. Will I retain my belt that I'm not in possession of? There's no way in that one. <laughs> Probably not, because I suck. That's true. Uh, as always, yeah, I don't have anything else. As always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DDT WrestlePod. We've been the Drunk Dudes, Dylan and Joe, and we'll catch you on down the road. Thinking about